Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm your host, Father Keith Brown, also known as the Buy Guy. And my mission in life, as well as the mission of this podcast, is to help my LGBTQIA Christian family heal their church trauma, create healthy and happy relationships, and construct authentic and affirming faith if they desire. So if that's you, guess what? You're in the right place. You are truly welcome here, I promise. Now, a couple disclaimers, if I may. Number one, the views expressed in this program are either the views of myself or my guests and they should be considered as such. Number two, I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. So if you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Otherwise, grab a cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Well, hello, 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 my friend, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown, and I've got a nice big hot cup of coffee in my hand right now. And I hope that maybe you've got a beverage in yours, whatever kind of beverage you choose that's on you. Or maybe you're walking on that treadmill, getting that good exercise. Good for you. Congratulations. Uh, Or maybe you're just chilling a little bit and that's good stuff too. Okay. Well, whatever you're doing, wherever you are listening to this podcast, it just delights my heart that you take the time to do it week in and week out. And if you haven't done it week in and week out, then you need to be subscribed to this podcast because I just want to remind you two episodes every week right now. On Wednesdays, we have the table talks where we talk about things that are related specifically to the queer community and sometimes and often related to faith around that too. And then on Fridays, it's Bible Talks where Keith gets in here and just begins to tell you a little bit about uh, scripture for that week and share a thought or two with some application, always tucked in. Okay. So that's the the what we do here on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, please do share it. Please do uh, rate it. Give it an honest five-star rating, please. If you're going to give it a one, rather you not do that. <laughs> But uh, anyway, if you can help us out, we appreciate it. Uh, spread the love as we try to spread the love to you back. All right, today I want to ask the, answer the question that I often get. People will come to me and they say, Keith, let me ask you a question. I say, okay, do I have to come out to everybody? Now, that's a big question. And there are some within a community who say, of course you do. You need to come out completely and fully and to the world. You need to let everybody know that you're queer. And to you, I say, go for it. That's fine. Not a problem. If that's what you want to do, if that's that's your decision, if if you want to quickly turn the handle and kick open the door and let it all out, then power to you. There's nothing wrong with that. You're you're good to go. Go for it. And I know many people that have, and 
you know, it, it, that's wonderful. I, I'm happy for them, and I think that that's a, a lovely thing. And and a lot of people, you know, that's that's what they want to do. It's kind of like you go to the community pool and you see somebody there, and you know, they you, you see Big Bubba come in and he takes his shirt off and he just uh, flip flops over to the fence and he takes a big run and he jumps up in the air and he lands in the deep end and a big old cannonball. And that's the way some people like to come out. I mean, they they. They can involve that experience. Again, nothing wrong with that. However, there are others that if you go to the pool, you're going to see them go down to the kitty end. You're going to see them put one foot in and shiver a little bit, and then they're going to put another foot in, and then they're going to go a little deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper until finally, hopefully, <laughs> they have their whole body in the pool. Well, that's okay, too. The truth of the matter, both ways will get you in the water. They're just done differently, and they're done at different levels and different speeds. And the second way is one that I can relate to, and it's one that I often share with my clients, and it's one that I use in my life, and in such that I have actually coined the phrase, and it is this, selective outage. Because I believe that many of us within the queer community, people who are struggling with being in the closet and being ready to come out at whatever level and capacity that is, they have a waiting mentality. They want to go slowly and carefully and thoughtfully into this process. And I think that's absolutely legitimate and it's fine. Again, there are many people and a lot of people who are out and proud who will say, no, you've got to cannonball that experience. But I say not necessarily. So I speak for my own life that I am a waiter. I was a waiter in this. Now, granted, I'm on you know, social media and I'm out to the world and I'm doing my work publicly to the world. So, you know, I'm pretty much cannonballed at this point. However, I will still say that there are people in my life where I've never had this conversation with. And there are people in my life that I probably never will. And I am okay with that because I have made a conscious, cognitive, rational decision based on a lot of factors that I can live with and I'm okay with. And there are people who are queer who will come to that same uh, realization. They will come to that same decision. And those cannonballers out there need to give them grace and understanding and love and respect and realization that their way is okay too. So back to the question. Keith, do I have to tell everybody? Answer. You can or you don't have to. You can or you don't have to. And if you are part of that group like me that feels that I don't have to, let me give you three general questions to ask yourself, okay? Now, I've given t I have a resource, and if you go to the show notes, it should be there. And if it's not, go to the freebies, go to my website, go to freebies uh, at jkeithbrown.com and look under there and you're going to see a resource, free resource, 10 questions to ask yourself before you come out. Okay. So that's a free resource that goes a little more in depth. It gives you more questions. But for today, I want to give you what the three big picture questions that I think we should ask or can ask ourselves in the, what I call selective outage method of coming out of the closet. Number one, 
does this person show me love now? Does this person show me love now? Do I know that they care about me now? Even though they don't know this about me, do I still feel they love me? Do I still think that they spend time with me? Do they did they want to see me? Do they want to be around me? Do they want to pour into me? Have they helped me? Um, do they care about me? Do they worry about me? Do they love me now? And if they do, then that's information we should know. And then that helps us decide if we want to disclose. Which brings me to number two. Do I think they will grow to accept my identity? That's a reasonable question for us to ask. Now, here's the thing. I deal with clients at about every age. Now, I only work with adults. I don't work with teenagers or children or anything like that. I only work with typically 21 and above. I work with a lot of uh, older millennials. And I work with, quite honestly, a lot of baby boomers, younger baby boomers primarily, and Gen, Gen Xs. And um, these people, you know, they have different philosophies and understandings about this. Because here's the thing. A lot of times when I dealt with talk and work with millennials, they they get this this feeling or idea, and I think it comes through social media, and I think it comes through a lot of people talking this way, that, okay, I'm gay, I'm proud of who I am, and everybody must accept me and love me for it, right? I mean, people think that. They, they think, okay, I've come to to know who I am, and I've come to accept who I am, so therefore, all of you out there need to be okay with who I am. And here's the reality, folks. That's not the way the world works. <laughs> there are people in life who will never accept you. I mean, that's a given. There are people, especially in the evangelical church, that'll think you're still going to hell in a handbasket. They think that you are an abomination. They will not accept and treat you with respect. That is the practical. That is the obvious. That is what we know is in existence in our world today. My goodness, every single day I get attacked on social media. Every day, just about, I get somebody telling me I'm going to hell. I, about every day, I get somebody telling me that I am leading other people to hell. Every day, I hear people telling me that I'm a false teacher. You're going on and on and on. So I am not naive enough to believe that everybody out there is going to accept and celebrate my identity, nor should you be. So here's the question again. Do I truly think this person will grow to accept my identity? Now, that doesn't have to stop you from telling them. That doesn't have to tell you to tell them. It's still a very individually individual decision. It's still something you have to decide for yourself, but at least you know the answer to the question. That's also not to say that this person can't ultimately change their mind, because I'm going to be honest with you. I have seen people change their minds. I have seen parents, for instance, begin to love their children after some time of struggling with this idea. I have seen people uh, change their thinking about faith, becoming a staunch evangelical who believes that queer people are going to hell to people, to changing that, to believe, you know what? I was wrong. And I believe that People can be queer and Christian. I've seen these people change their minds. But I'm honest enough to know in my spirit, in my mind, there are some people who will never change their mind. For instance, I have some evangelical clergy in my you know, family. Not immediate family, but family. 
And I know that I know that I know that they will never, ever change their mind about the queer community or queer Christians. And so I know that going in. And to be honest with you, I don't talk to them about the situation. It's a decision that I've made that I, first of all, I don't need to tell them that it doesn't affect my life. They're distant enough that it's not even something I need to do. So what I'm saying, just know that going in, because that's something you need to take in consideration. Again, it doesn't mean you can't tell them, but it's something you should know. Number three, and this is a big one, and it's on the heels of this second question. Third question. Am I willing to risk the relationship? Now, you might be saying, well, Keith, what kind of relationship is it if they don't know who I am, if they don't know my true identity? Well, not a complete relation. I give you that. Not a perfect situation where they know your authentic self and there's a relation. Again, I give you that. But for many, there's still a relationship. There's still love. There's still compassion, there's still concern, there's still family, there's still all this stuff that still exists based on the past relationship. And let's be honest, some of those relationships can be damaged with this revelation. Some of those relationships can stop if this relationship, I mean, if this situation is, is shared. And again, I'm not saying that's something we shouldn't do. Don't get me wrong here. I'm just saying we need to be aware of it. We need to get it in our minds. We need to understand it before we decide what to do. I believe in selective outage because why I believe in it so strongly is I believe that it gets us out of this emotional desire to just vomit everything out to the world. And brings us back to a more cognitive, careful, constructed plan to come out that allows us to have the most success and positive response possible. Because I believe as you come out, the more you get the positive responses, the more you get the encouragement, the more you initially get the acceptance, the more goodness you feel about yourself, the more momentum that you feel in the ongoing process of revealing who you are. And I believe that that success fuels success. And I believe that that is why this methodology is very helpful for a lot of people. Again, let's get back to the idea you can be a cannonballer if you want. There's nothing wrong with that. Do it if that's you. I love you, respect you, and admire you that you're willing to jump into the deep end right away. But if you are a person, hear me, please. If you are a person that's afraid, if you're a person that's worried, if you're a person that's troubled about what will happen, then you're probably a waiter a person that needs to step their toe in the water, then their foot, and go a little bit by little bit until you begin to feel comfortable and accepted and loved the way you need to be. I hope that makes sense. I really do. And here's the thing. Let me just share one more thing, okay? 
Um, if if this is something you're struggling with, then I want you to know that I'm here, and I I do have a coaching plan, coaching program to help you with coming out of the closet. I have helped many many people over thirty plus years work through this systematically, with thought, with questions, with discussions, really putting together a game plan to make this as easy and successful as possible because that was what they desired. They didn't want to stay in the closet. They wanted to come out, but they wanted to come out on their terms. If that's you and you would like for me to work with you, please do check out the uh, coming out coaching I do. And I also just really want to quickly mention that lately I've been getting a lot of contact from older bisexuals that are in straight presenting relationships and they're struggling so much with this. So I just want to also add here, if this is you, I get you, I understand, and I'm here for you too. Okay. I'm here for everybody, but I just want to specifically mention that group because I am seeing this a lot in my, uh, in recent months, especially. So if I can help you, please do reach out to me. But most of all, I want you to know that whether you're in the closet, out of the closet, however you, you are operating in this life, Keith does think you're amazing. And I love you, and I believe that my God loves you too. Okay? All right. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, heal your hurts of your mountains. And may God bless you. Amen. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.